Gordon Sutton. Flash! Flash, I love you! And welcome to another episode of what's the name of our show again, Caleb Dirksen? It's early in the morning. A rational transaction, Alexander. Welcome to Flashcast. Welcome to Flashcast. It is uh, bringing an entirely different energy from last week, where we were two sleepy, sleepy boys. Now we are getting ready to buckle our asses down and do commentary on this movie, which I think is long overdue. It's time, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to watch one hour and 51 minutes of Flash Gordon for your pleasure and ours. So please watch along at home and and laugh along at home. Honestly, please. This will be a much more fun experience if you just uh, get ready to join us because (laughs) otherwise you're just going to hear us talk about something happening to us while you're sitting there. I mean, I guess that could be... pretty okay experience as well um but yeah uh are uh are you ready to do this thing caleb i'm ready why don't you count it down and i'll hit play when you when you say go all right for the listeners at home we are going to press play on this thing in five four three two one Is the edition you're watching? Just making sure. Um, doing the Universal logo at the moment. Mine says Studio Canal. Oh. Oh no. I'm okay. Now I'm in deep space. And now I'm seeing the Universal logo. Okay. Oh sh- Oh shit! We're desynced already. I'm it's seeing, falling I, apart. I'm seeing the old-timey Universal logo now. Earlier it was the modern one. Now I'm seeing the uh, old-timey one. Okay, now I'm in deep space. Yeah. Clytus, I'm bored. I think I just wanted to watch this movie with you just so I could say the say the say the quotes. Honestly, right? Just live. Okay, let's make sure we're synced up. What's happening right now? Uh, Clytus is talking to uh, Ming at the moment. And Hmm. they've just started earthquakes. Okay, excellent. We're mashed up. Before Annihilation. Dun, 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 flash. Oh. Now, see, this is the um, basically dial-up uh, technology I was talking about. Very analog uh, with all those different mm-hmm. um, storms and shit, which I, I love it. It's, uh, it's the technology with the bleeps and the bloops uh, of mm-hmm. the future, which we don't really see. I find it very comforting in the age of the... Uh... In the age of the like 
the touchscreen. It's nice mm-hmm. to have some analog knobs. Yeah, exactly, right? I wonder how they did all these title effects. Remember how I told you once about how they actually brought in like a special cinematographer to do all the like the sort of hazy hazy shots yeah because he did like all these like camera filters i wonder mm. i wonder who did the title sequence mm. yeah there's because there's definitely a lot going on and the comics mm. marvel marvel com marvel comics intro eat your heart out <laughs> i'm drinking some instant coffee right now what are you drinking oh yeah uh i'm drinking in this movie i've got uh, nothing else at the moment yeah instant coffee is like a big thing in south korea really well i mean i shouldn't say too big but it's like a lot of places especially i guess maybe i think part of it's too it's there's like so many convenience stores and a lot of them Mm. don't i mean most convenience stores don't carry like coffee beans but they all have like boxes of like Mm -hmm. instant coffee so, I just always am drinking instant coffee. It's not nice. that bad. So, sorry, but I just wanted to talk about this part of the song that I think we only hear at this point in the movie. But it's just, it's not part of the the, the flash, but it's just the, basically just Freddie Mercury vocalizing. And I love it. It's so nice. You know what's weird? Hmm. Queen doesn't have a cameo in this movie, right? I know. Yeah, you'd think they'd like have a point point where they're like entertaining Ming or something like that. But uh I or guess like this a, was that's more a of a that's more of a turn of the two thousands type thing, I guess. Although Buffy did it. Buffy did what? Like uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. They always had like bands cameo in the uh in the show. Mm-hmm. I never watched Buffy. I feel like there's a lot of old TV I should watch. Like, I feel like I should watch the X Files. I've never seen it. Yeah, X Files is pretty good. Buffy is pretty good for like the first couple seasons, and then you got to switch over to Angel. Hmm. Dark Harbor Inn. I wonder if this is from the comics. Yeah, I, I it's like, see. Yeah, you see the Green Mountain air uh, airstrip as well. See, I've been thinking that too. Cause like, how much of this am I missing? How much of it is Easter eggs? And also, this landing strip is in the middle of nowhere. Um, it's, is it just like what all the company could afford to have this tiny little crop duster airplane for uh, for their two uh, cast members? Flash Gordon's in his off season. I think he wants he wants that remote vacation. He wants that rural America. Yeah, I, I guess this is America. He wants that travel agent lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I like how this commentary is going to have a lot of silence. Yeah, well, that's because they're supposed to watch it as well with us. If they don't, then this episode should probably just be skipped. <laughs> no, okay, if you're not watching right now, but you're listening, please just close your eyes, relax. Treat this Visualize as a meditative it in your experience. Mind. Yeah, what Flash Gordon could be if you've never seen it. And then at mm-hmm. the end, please review us and five-star us 
on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> mm-hmm. Please visit our Patreon. I've never noticed that uh, Ming laugh in the background there. Actually, me neither. But <laughs> yeah. I think they set up the main character really, really well in this movie. They do. Like, literally from the first scene. And he's always menacing. Like, he's never... He's he's kind of goofy and campy, but he's always a menace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Janessa was so skeeved out by this interaction in the beginning of the movie. She's like, how is she still talking to him? After he's talking about how Astomator D who you were and stuff like that. I okay, I'm glad you said that because I was just gonna say when we do the flash cut, when we do the Dr. Zarkov cut, I think this scene can probably be trimmed down. I think we could take thirty seconds out right here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's character, but it's he comes off a little creepy. He does. It's definitely we, doesn't work out in Flash's in Flash's corner, but I will say for some reason, it's working for Dale. Well, she knows she's in the f- presence of Flash Gordon. Yeah, I guess. Oh, that red shift. Mm-hmm. What's the matter? Bum, 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 bum. Such a cool effect. I love this. Oh, the main cane. And now, uh, <laughs> folks, seven, eight minutes in, we're seeing the main character for the first time. Mm-hmm. And it's the assistant. Oh, I mean, Dr. Zarkov. <laughs> Dr. Zarkov's love. Dr. Zarkov, there's no sun. It's 8.24 in the morning. <laughs> no sun? Check the angular vector of the moon. I, um, this is very comic booky. The fact that they're constantly, they're at the control panel doing what they're doing, doing their science. And we have the news mm-hmm. anchor on the TV talking in the background. I can just see the comic book speech bubble doing this in the uh, jagged um, pointillism type dotted uh, speech bubble. I like oh, this a lot. Oh, yeah. That's so true. The moon out of orbit. Oh, my God. I love him so much. <laughs> I almost think maybe our cut should start here. He wakes up. He says the moon's out of orbit. It starts. And then we cut to uh, the beginning uh, natural disasters right after that. I've been right all mm-hmm. these years. And we see the earthquakes. I've been right. Matchmaker, matchmaker, make <laughs> me a moon. Out of orbit. I like that the... I imagine the Venn diagram of people who are as well-versed in Fiddler on the Roof as we are and Flash Gordon is very, very small. (laughs) 
I can tell you exactly what that, this Venn diagram is. It's it's uh it's white theater kids like us. <laughs> there's if you're if if you're listening to this and you're a white male late twenties, you you were seen. Get your toothbrush or whatever. I gotta say it, Doctor Sarkov is kind of hot. <laughs> I don't think we touched on this. The the center hair party is kind of like a TikTok fuckboy. Yeah, I see what you I see what you're saying here. Why uh, why isn't Aura pursuing this man? Okay, in the clouds, do you see Ming's face in the red clouds? Um, yes, uh, I do. Oh, I, I actually bought... did see it for a split second. Yeah, oh, yeah it zooms in right there. Whoosh. I've missed uh, that. You you haven't seen it ever. No, because it's literally I must have like just blinked or something. Mm. What uh are you, I bought mine on like I have the DVD back in Manitoba, but I bought this one on YouTube. Uh and that's the cut I'm watching. Yeah, I downloaded mine legally from a legal website. <laughs> I like how the outlines of these uh, this glass windshield looks. It's mm-hmm. um very menacing jagged glass pointed inwards i think maybe this is almost where we should introduce uh flash and dale for the first time you know yeah that's a pretty good idea because it shows teamwork teamwork we cut out the whole dark she does mention their earlier conversation yeah Mm mm-hmm You'll be giving your life to save the earth. <laughs> Look at this miniature work. I love this miniature work. Yeah, it's really good. You're back. Okay, that's death number three. Yep. I guess I'll do a little tally mark. Alexander, how would you rate Flash's fit right now? Uh, his current fit with the jacket? That's that's got some I like that a lot. That's a solid eight. Yeah, he's got cool like would you call it like a bomber jacket? Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? This with line I think we should the... we can straight up take out of the movie. I hate this line so mm-hmm. much. Just hold me two seconds and then drop me and I'll kiss the ground. Yeah, we can cut we'll cut it. <laughs> Oh. This just proves how much Zarkov is playing 4D chess right here. He mm-hmm. sees two people who've basically crash-landed into his laboratory, and he's thinking, well, I've got new people. I don't care that Munson's dead. You guys <laughs> get inside my ship where my phone is. Uh I like how Dr. Zarkov designed a ship with only a single or with that needs two people to operate the pedals. <laughs> yeah. But Dale knows who she is right away. Yeah, she's Enough. a very well-read person. 
Look how Flash and Dale have matching uniforms. It's very cute. Oh, this is just going to be me simping for Zarkov the whole time. Like, I can't get over... I'm just going to say it, Alexander. Like, I'm a straight man, but... <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to defend yourself. Zarkov's looking hot. Dude, he's got the, the suit jacket, button-up shirt, open, chest out. <laughs> I guess I'll be running along now. <laughs> and he can really hold his own considering he was fighting a uh, quarterback do you think dr zarkov is genetically enhanced <laughs> i hope so because he resists brainwashing later in the film which leads me to believe that maybe he's not of earth originally Can we prescribe alien origin to him? I think so. I mean, let me just double check this, but I believe Flash Gordon was a DC comic, wasn't it? Is it a DC comic? Probably not. This is probably my brain just... What company? You gotta fact check this. King Features Syndicate. So... I was wrong. <laughs> Who published? Uh, King Features Syndicate. King Features Syndicate. Mm -hmm. Very relevant mm. in the game right now. Weird. And still making stuff. Mm. Okay, this right here is one of my favorite scenes. The guitar riff. The slow yeah. spin in space. The riff happening just as the jets shut off is... A beautiful, beautiful touch. And the quiet earth, like the blue, the shift from like the red on earth to blue in the sky. Mm -hmm. The Dale Flash hands touch. Mm -hmm. Get this nice synth sound. Oh. What are all those planets in the background? Because that's more planets than there usually are. Well, I assume that the one to the close of the bottom of the screen is the moon, and it's only that big because they're close to it. So I don't know what everything else is, though. But there was like a bunch. I mean, I guess maybe the Imperial Vortex is... Uh... Wrecking our shit up. Mm-hmm. This whole sequence of going through like the uh, the paint drops. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. Mong scale three. So I've been thinking a lot about what my 
kind of perfect what my perfect sequel to flash gordon would be and i think i figured it out and what's that do you want to hear this okay mm-hmm. so here's my here's my here's my sequel to flash gordon so apparently in the comics ming actually has a son who is sometimes like the main antagonist in a lot of the in a lot of the uh, comics i don't i don't mm-hmm. even remember his name but he's it's kid ming so it takes place a little bit after you know, a few years after the events of the first movie, Flash and Dale, long gone. Only Zarkov remains. And then they find out, uh oh, there's bad stuff on the horizon. And there's something bad happening in Phrygia that we hear so much about. And it's Ming's son is on Phrygia with the rings and he's I don't know, he's making space monsters or he's doing something. So Flash not Flash. Zarkov gets together with the son of Prince Thune, who is the Lion Man who kills himself mm-hmm. in a sword. Yeah. And then the two of them team up. And then they meet a resurrected Clytus, who's become a good guy. And the three of them go to Phrygia together to fight the son of Ming. That's all I've got so far. What, what do you would we call it if Flash isn't in it? Um, legacy, Flash Gordon legacy. <laughs> it's pretty good. Flash, uh, Flash Gordon. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Flash Gordon, the legacy of Zarkov. So look, he he immediately deduces the situation. Mm-hmm. I love how the soldiers are just there hearing all of this shit. <laughs> Those Ming head statues look very good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love this scene right here. Mm. Hot lizard man. I don't think we've talked about Lizard Man racism either. No, we haven't. And honestly, it deserves its time in the sun. Mm-hmm. A lot of Lizard Men getting executed in prison. Mm-hmm. That was death number no politi- four. Oh, good count. Here it is, here it is, here it is. <laughs> yes, he said it. So I think those people in the like the black and white, those Cruella Deville looking motherfuckers are supposed to be from Phrygia. Really? I think so. Cause I think the design of like the the um the sort of fur coat looking oh, now we see him. That weighed 70 pounds, huh? Mm-hmm. Wow.
So what are you hearing the crowd say? Hail Ming, ruler of the universe. Okay. Do you have an alternate cut? No, no, no. That's what I'm hearing right now, too. I thought there, I thought it was a different part of the movie. I'll ask you later. Hmm. See, look at the glow on the uh, all the armor. It's got like that hazy, hazy glare. Mm-hmm. If that's true, we've never really established who's telling the truth here. It's a pretty, pretty big dick move there, Voltan. Seriously, and a pretty... Hmm. For that kind of insolence, you could just like lose a whole one of their houses, you know? <laughs> do they show the daughter here? <gasps> they yep, do right show there. her, okay. But never okay. Hanging plot thread. Mm-hmm. They were just getting ready to uh, air a sitcom, not a sitcom, a, a teen drama about uh, his daughter, where she's in school. <laughs> oh, I would add Voltan's daughter to my to my sequel. Yeah. he's just eating shit right there tension the tension this this scene is so great it is everybody's like everybody's like what's he gonna do are we gonna kill Ming team up what's that Mm mm-hmm So good. That moment of anticipation in Ming's eyes right before he like Mm -hmm. stabs him, it was gold. He's just oh. like, I, I get to kill somebody. That's number five? Oh. Yeah. This Ming's a psycho. So apparently this Ming's a psycho. Um, uh, what's his name? Sam Jones? Mm-hmm. Actually, that's, that's one that uh, he actually said. That's not a dub. Ah. Yeah, there were a couple lines that stayed in because of his delivery, but I'm surprised that's one of them. Hmm. I can see. It's kind of classic. It's kind of interesting. All the Earth characters are sort of dressed in the white, red, beige. Mm-hmm. Or, and every, everyone around them is so colorful. 
this point, Dale and Flash have had a total of three conversations. And mm. she's like, remember me? Grabs his hand and pulls him in. We are only interested in friendship. Is Harkov a real one? I mean, we, we've established this time and time again, mathematically. Mm-hmm. Mathematically, we've proven that Zarkov is uh, the main character and the best character. Yeah, just, look, just looking at the building blocks of a story, it just makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's another scene that we, coming up that we can uh, cut. Yeah, agreed. I feel like it's a missed opportunity to dive into what this interaction is more. Because if you're introducing a magic system here, this would be the way to do it. But it doesn't feel like they are. It's kind of like anyways. he runs his hand over her, sort of. Like the the way the camera is set up. Yeah, from a from a so, distance, but yeah. So I kind of see it, I guess, is like, what is, is he like kind of reading her memories or like reading her mind or... Like reading her body in a creepy way, you know. Like, I mean, I feel like that's part of it. <laughs> she rivals your daughter. Oof. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Ming, how bad is your harem that you need like a random girl from Earth to uh, improve it? Especially if he sees them as lower beings right mm-hmm. i want to know what these eggs are mm. i think that I th- they've got to be the treasures from phrygia i feel like because the phrygia mm. story keeps on getting mentioned but it's never really expounded upon yeah So I love, I just love the flash shirt. When we do um, Irrational Transaction merch, we should do like ones with our own name on it in the same mm. style, like the red yes. sleeves, red collar. And you just say like Irrational Transaction or just like Caleb and Alexander. Yeah. Well, our names don't have one syllable is the only thing. Yours is closer, but. <laughs> Maybe we just do like a ra- like Irrational Transaction. A ball shape in his hand. He remembers. Oh yeah, football. I know how to fight. Bam. I never noticed that Dale kicked one of them. Hmm. Are you a man on the right heels? Well, these are the people in the background. The people they got like the shower, uh, the shower gowns, hmm. and the fishbowls on their head. A lot of factions here. A lot of uh, a lot of them cheering as Flash is attacking, which I feel like is an act of rebellion in and of itself. 
Yeah, like everybody's just like right, right in that line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 41. <laughs> and then there's Voltan just hitting anyone that comes within his range. <laughs> go, Flash, go! She literally gives him a thumbs up. See here, right here. Is this part of Zarkov's plan? He hit him with the he hit him with the egg, knocked him out. Was that intentional? What could he have gained from that, though, Caleb? I mean, I, I think it's part of Zarkov's plan. <laughs> you know, he sees this as a see, because look, now the princess is interested in. Zarkov is always in him before. Zarkov is being a bit of a, a little finger, or a, is that the guy from Game of Thrones? Little yeah, finger? little finger. He's been a bit of a little finger. He's he's uh, he understands the political underpinnings. Because this ultimately is what drives the wedge between Aura and her father right here. Mm. Wow. So Zarkov is playing sixty chess. Wow. Yeah, if that was the case, this man's a genius. Best line in the movie. Lying bitch. <laughs> Fun fact, um, Prince Baron also was Brendan Fraser's father in the hit film Looney Tunes Back in Action. Really? Yeah. No way. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Prince Baron is Brendan Fraser's father. And I was like, no. What? <laughs> In a movie that I grew up watching. Okay, a lot of, a lot of the lizard people in prison here. Yeah. And one of them's pupils actually are missing. Um, hmm. If you take a close look at it, so you can see the human eyes underneath. The villains in this movie hit a lot harder than the the heroes. Mm-hmm. Okay, here comes here comes Dale in red. Yeah. I'm ashamed at how long it took me to figure out how this hourglass effect worked. Because every time I watched it, I'm like, man, that's such a cool effect. How are they doing that? And I'm like, oh, they, they, just, they just turned the camera upside down. Just okay. I was going to say, just turn the camera upside down. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, okay, yeah, so we uh, we built a 3D model of the uh, of the hourglass. We turned it upside down. We simulated it with a reverse gravity on a alternate planet. Mm-hmm. See the guy on the left? He's missing his uh, pupils. Oh, I missed it again. Fuck. Oh, 
I wonder what Zarkov's doing right now. He's tied to a table. Oh, yes. Oh, no, he's not yet, because he, I have to go see his execution first. I feel like he's probably passing notes to guards. He's probably paying guards off right now. Yeah. The time is now. Dale doesn't have a lot of good scenes, but I do really like this. Yeah, this is another incredible scene. I love this one. The just the whole procession. You get all these crazy costumes. Yeah. The, some Phrygia people. As Flash is being walked into the gas chamber, um, one of these guards dressed in red is holding a blaster, and this is the uh, nervous extra I was talking about last time. You see if you can find him. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna spot him. I like how the doctor has a stethoscope. <laughs> oh, I like all these uh, all these other guys with the Clytus masks. Mm -hmm. Like this kind of Clytus death cult. That guy on the right there uh, that just grabbed his arm. Oh, I missed it. Ah, shit. No, he's still there. Mm. He's just like so loosely and limply holding that blaster gun. I mm. can just, I can just feel him. I can just feel that extra standing there like, okay, okay, uh, stay still. Uh, stay on target. Water is leaking from her eyes. Another sign of their weakness. Covering the manacles with your hand to simulate it clicking in place. That's pretty clever. Hmm. here when the music kicks in and the gas yeah. comes out this looks so nice it's such a good scene it's... combine it with the fact that you're not genuinely concerned about flash because you're what 20 minutes into the movie um it's just it's just a really cool nice relaxing scene mm -hmm. <laughs> like okay now it's the zarkov show yeah. I wonder if this is kind of on theme for Zarkov. Sorry, I'm diving into the Zarkov character now, but you know, he we already know he experienced he experienced the Holocaust or flew from the Holocaust, you know? Yeah. So gas chambers? Huh? 
I mean, entirely, yeah, he's probably familiar with at least the concept of them as a scientist. Hmm. See, this, I feel like, is a plot point that is never come back to. Those two um, of Clytus's men see this happening. Yeah, like the tomb keepers. Yeah. I, guess, I wonder, are, are like they even, I guess they're not even human, though. Like, are they like little tomb goblins? Yeah, I, uh, I do not know. I just feel like, yeah, they're in the background watching this happen right now. They're like and little Ewoki. That's something, yeah, that... They, they had to have some sort of plot thread happen where they were, like, reporting to someone. I don't know. But I got some more vocalizations here. Ooh. This is the, here's, again, the Freddie Mercury vocalization we love. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I saved you. How? In my imperial duffel bag. <laughs> I like you a lot. Man, Orr's coming on a bit strong, a bit desperate. And Dale isn't. <laughs> yeah, true. Okay, this, I love this, uh, the flash drip in this scene. This Look is, at this. Yeah. The scarf, like a, the gloves. Dr. Eggman, or sorry, what's his name? Dr. Robot- Robotnik? Yeah, kinda? Eggman, Robotnik, yeah. He just Like, this is such all, a cool fit. All he's missing is a pair of six shades. Have you ever watched Futurama? I've seen the first couple episodes, and it's a show I've been meaning to watch, uh, but I haven't. You, sh- you should really watch it, because um, he reminds me of a character. Flash, Flash's fit reminds me of a character called Zap Brannigan. Um, mm. Zap Brannigan's really classic. He's like a quote unquote military genius. Uh, they introduce him in the show and they say, Oh, uh, Zap Brannigan uh, single handedly defeated the something like the robotic uprising. <laughs> and he says, It was simple. I just, I simply uh, attacked them with wave after wave of soldiers until they overheated and then they were easy to defeat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little brief window into uh ming's theology which is uh uh cool and kind of makes you wonder like she aura was teasing him when she said she saved him by magic right like she was kind of making fun of him a little bit yeah but uh it's kind of begs the question is this science or is there truly magic power in mongo Mm. I feel like it's a there's a very soft magic system happening here, but Ming seems to be the only one with any ties to it, uh, which might be another reason that he's in power. Mm. Oh, like sort of a, some kind of an imperial cult. Yeah. That line is pretty is dang ca- good. We're going to empty your mind as though we might empty your pockets. Hmm. I wish Kala got more scenes. General Kala. She does such a good job. I think she was actually supposed to get more, but they, I think, 
just with the cut with uh, the length. I think they probably cut some. Mm. She really shines at the end of the movie. Um, mm. When she's making her uh, battle decisions. Back at his life with his wife. Yeah. Kiss, kiss, kiss. kiss See her kiss, here. Cool. I uh, I feel like everyone is still stand. I don't get a cut here. She's just immediately in the water. And I think she might be wearing a different outfit from the first time to the second time. Really. Okay, so oh. Clytus knows about Hitler. Yeah, yeah, that's established right there, and respects the man. Bro, Clytus, Clytus and Kanye collab when? <laughs> um, not to date ourselves, but did you see Kanye on Alex Jones? I uh, I didn't, no. That shit. We were living in like the craziest timeline right now. <laughs> I was like, in like, if you saw this shit in a movie, I'd be like, no, nah, this is too far-fetched. This technology allows them to see him from outside his mind, though, from a third-person perspective, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. Level three only. See, the scene does such a good job of immediately establishing Kala as such a badass because yeah. she immediately is like, fuck you, Clytus. Well, he's so condescending to her, right? What do you think level six is? Just more information? Just more data? That was my understanding of it. Yeah, it gives them either more information or more access to personality. I don't know. I mean, it would be it, it would be interesting if it was like because of that decision that um, Zarkov managed to hang on to his uh, sanity and it wasn't because he was repeating things and he just thought that. Because he was obviously affected by the beam somehow because, like, he's lying there spasming because of it. That's what I was just thinking, too. Do you think she um, pushed it too hard? Mm. Or maybe it's a testament to Zarkov that he was uh, he, he was able to up, withstand up to level six. Yeah. The, the highest level. Mm-hmm. I think James Cameron stole Pandora from Flash Gordon, look, Floating Islands. I won't be able to know for certain until I see that sequel, I guess. Mm. <laughs> yeah, this... when we watch The Way of Water, and it's, yeah. the hero is uh, Dr. Mans Narkov. <laughs> this scene, it, me it makes me so uncomfortable. Because there's, it doesn't, do you get this vibe where it's like, there's no actual sexual tension here, but they're pretending there is so dang hard in hopes that it will show up? I feel like, I think there's not, I don't feel, I don't feel like the sexual connection between like any of the characters. 
Yeah. I feel more connection between like Voltan and the Birdmen, like sexual <laughs> connection between them than like Dale and Flash or Flash and Aura. Yeah. I mean, I like. I'm able to even believe Flash and Dale really like they really like each other they they like i mean it takes two hours to make me believe that but i do by the end of this movie um or at least that they're forced to be the only two earth people together so yeah, they're forced exactly. to like each other at minimum mm-hmm. but i uh this yeah just she never does though she never thinks to baron because he's surprised when he sees her. Oh, that's true. Because he interrupts her. Mm-hmm. Please, show me how to call Dale. <laughs> Nosedive. <laughs> he said he can't land. Mm-hmm. But let's go to Phrygia. What's going on there now? Yeah. Just a little peek. I want to see some ice giants. Mm. The bed does look so comfy, though. All the cushions and the... Even though they're like bedazzled to shit, but yeah, it looks very comfortable. Oh. <laughs> okay, coming up to the line that we haven't even, we've never talked about before on the podcast. <laughs> listening to this without the film accompaniment um thank you so much but just so you're a little bit in on what's going on here flash is sitting in the cockpit of a ship with a thought amplifier thinking to dale and communicating to her while princess aura is necking him the entire time and he just thinks Mm. the line boy this girl is really turning me on (laughs) it's really two time you know yeah he's uh one in the brain, uh, one in the plane. So it's upsetting. <laughs> hey, okay, I think this is de- I think this is death number six right here. Not just at this moment, I don't think, but I do think she dies. I think she's yeah. He dr- drugging a slave. Is this this girl's gonna execute her for sure. Mm-hmm. Live a little. Live a little, huh? Oh, how dumb is this slave, though? I'm sorry. Yeah. She's like, who's this new girl? I trust let me, let me... implicitly. <laughs> so that knowledge oh, is all there from his conditioning. Oh, Zarkov, I love you so much. Oh, no, let's go back to Zarkov. Every time every time they cut away, I'm like, no, 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 no. 
No, 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 no. Go back. <laughs> I'm not done yet. Okay, we're landing on Arborea. We're going to meet Prince Baron. Mm-hmm. But we go back to Ming. His bedazzled nipple covers. Hmm. The implications of how this scene starts is really upsetting. Oh, you mean like he, because Ming's like a creepy little rapist? Or? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yes, agreed. Yeah, this is like, it's almost hard to watch. You're like, mm -hmm. uh. Uh. <gasps> he definitely sentenced her to death. Okay, we can cut this scene right here. This whole Dale escape. Mm -hmm. I think this is like... I feel like it would have been better if she just kept sneaking around rather than drawing this guard's attention. I mean, I guess maybe she wanted a weapon, but... I guess, but it doesn't make sense. She just says, over here, over there, over here, over there. Hey, buddy! And then... <laughs> the two... Oh. It is a very... Uh, you're, you're right in... Like, it is a very stormtrooper way of acting. You can... Uh, very much get the better of them fairly easily. But, um, oh, I am glad that she missed her first shot. That was, uh, that was the right call. The cartwheel, though, yeah. completely undermines that. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Cool action roll into the fire. Oh, oh, oh there, okay. Now she's landing those shots. Yeah. I love old movies where you just, like, hit someone in the chest and then they die. <laughs> yeah. Drop to their knees. But then she leaves the weapon behind, so that can't be why she draws his attention. I think we could cut that whole thing. Yeah. I want to know more about these guys and why they're a collective. These sort of cyberpunk minds. Mm -hmm. Activate Agent Zarkov. More of those analog buttons. Thank you. That should be one, like one of the tags on our podcast. Activate Agent Zarkov. I really like the architecture of this film. Mm. It's a classic space age type of thing. Like Star Wars-esque. Yeah, it is very cool. They do a good job in making this all feel like one big place. Mm-hmm.
I said at nothing. That I I feel like that's Ming's weakest scene out of uh, out of this movie. Really? Yeah. It's uh it's just it feels very I mean the dude's you can tell he's probably a theater actor, so that's why there's so much stank on the delivery, but it feels very high mm. school. Mm, I see. Seeing this and then watching Star Wars, the Ewok thing feels pretty, uh, feels like a pretty blatant ripoff. Oh, no, wait, this came after. This came after, yeah. Fuck. They're kind of ripping off Ewoks. Well, Ewoks were only in the second one, right? Okay, they're beating their wood. Mm-hmm. Beat their wood. They're beating their wood. <laughs> That that standing there and that delivery, there's too long of a gap between him approaching the chief and being like, I'm ready for initiation. I am now of age, Green Father. Yeah, it's... Uh... Uh, Alexander, if you had to be one of these, one of the kingdoms of Mongo, where would you live? I mean, it's... Would you be, uh, would you be uh, from the Green Father land? I don't know. It's too humid in that forest, it looks like, for my taste. My hair would just frizz up all over the place. Mm. A lot of conditioner. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think... Uh, Probably live with the Birdmen. Birdmen's good. I think I'd go live with uh, Prince Thune, the Lion Man. Oh, yeah. But we don't actually get to see the environment there, which is real a real shame. It's probably badass. Mm. I can. I mean, I can. I'm. I'm basing that on nothing, but I mean, knowing Prince Thune, they probably they, and based on their garments, you can uh, assume that they have a way of harvesting gold. Mm-hmm. I imagine it kind of like a version of. I feel like their their gold. You know, they have a lot of metalworking. Mm-hmm. A lot of jewel, jewel craft. I think it would sort of be similar to the whole Ming city, but mm-hmm. uh, with a little bit of a different flavor. Yeah. Okay, he runs up to her so excited here. Yeah. But before he says, like, he calls her like a bitch and he says, like, I don't trust you. And then suddenly when he's ba- she's back, he's all like, oh, my gosh, you're home. See, I feel like that's this right I feel like that's consistent, though, for this man, because he doesn't trust her. And here, she surprised him, because he didn't expect her to come. and mm. But he wanted her to, because he genuinely loves her. Uh, and he hates himself for loving her. And you can tell right there, that's betrayal in his eyes. Uh, he's like, mm. oh, fuck, okay, well then, fuck you then. Baron's got some real, uh, like... Uh, negligent parent vibes. Mm-hmm. You're here to spend time with me. Oh, you brought Flash. Yeah. Oh. He knows he's being used. Oh. 
Okay, now we're back to his his mood earlier. Mm-hmm. Oh, but now it's sexy. <laughs> He's just a man in love with the wrong woman. No, no, they don't, Flash. Except Baron. <laughs> this is one of my favorite scenes again right here. Just the triumph of Zarkov. And he immediately until he gets, snatched gets by captured. <laughs> Speaking of captured. Mm-hmm. Oh, lizard man in the background. Yeah. Let's all team up and fight him. Now knowing what we know about the fact that the writer here also wrote the Batman movies, I feel like team up was a deliberate choice because it would be so easy mm-hmm. to say work together. It would be so easy to say so many other things, but I feel like that was mm-hmm. he wanted the cheesiness. Mhm. Why did she go back so fast? Mm. Couldn't she just say, I'm going to visit my lover for a while? I like the the, the restraints here just being uh, like gauntlets. Yeah. Kind of a nice touch. Uh-huh. Well, she came back to alleviate suspicion, right? Because she believed that no one knew flash was alive Mm -hmm. i feel like her coming back kind of makes it worse though Mm -hmm. just say i'm going i'm gone i'm going to my pleasure galaxy yeah bye bye yeah i feel like that's in character for her she probably could have gotten away with that hmm He's just standing there watching the whole time. Should we stop the torture? You said this is your one of your favorite actors right here. Yeah, he does a really good job. Maybe it's just the accent, but <laughs> <laughs> and the snake pipe. Mm-hmm. Does this guy die when he leaves? Because <laughs> he's holding him up. 
That, that's the vibe mm-hmm. I'm getting, right? Yeah, Flash is being a bit of a hero. Flash is being way too trusting here, too. Yeah. This guy comes in. He's ready to ready to break out. At the same time, though, he says, wait here, when he could have just let everybody out of the cage. Hmm. Because, like, that seems like a strange train of thought. Hmm. More frigid talk. See? Mm-hmm. There, there's going to be some kind of cryogenic program on Phrygia. Maybe Prince Thune is still on ice in Phrygia. The, the villain scenes in this movie, they, they just hit hard every time. Yeah, like they the villain scene, do. They always hit hard, whereas... The Gordon Dale sometimes miss. Zarkov yeah. never miss. This gives me very much uh, original Superman. Can you read my mind uh, vibes? You ever see that movie? No, I don't think so. You never saw the Reeves Superman movies? Dude, If you got to watch at least the first one. Probably a long t- Probably a long time ago. Oh, were those bird ladies? Yeah, they were. I haven't noticed any bird ladies until they have uh, just now. I believe it from it might just be the one over there. No, they all have red wings. See, that's what I would. Do. That's one thing I would do. Uh, Flash too is uh, we could put in uh, we could put in a few more female characters. Oh, no, I think one with green wings. I want to watch Fiddler on the Roof. <laughs> it deserves a rewatch. I like how spiritual that movie is. Mm. Or I guess maybe sp- is spiritual the right word? I like how that movie is just sort of like I guess I always interpret it as one man's kind of fight against God. Well, it's very much one man fighting to hang on to tradition while his family is trying to move on. I always feel like it's a little bit of God's... He feels like God's always punishing him, you know, because he's always crying out to God. Yeah, he definitely feels like Job in his own little world. That's what I was going to say, like a a Greek tragedy or an Old Testament uh, parable. Poor mm. Reptavia. Poor Reptavia. The dude's just resting his elbow in the cavern as well. See, he just doesn't give a shit. Okay, he swears by Arbor. So the second deity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
one thing we know about Flash now. Never back down from a fight. Easily provoked. <laughs> I will never back down from a fight, Voltan. Or Zarkov. Or Baron. Mm-hmm. Fuck. So in our cut of the movie, we can have him get stung in that first one and then have him die and then move on without Flash. <laughs> and we just cut around him the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, good, that's a very good idea. Second down. Good stuff. He's so glistening. So I'm just going to send a little work message. Oh, good. That that line there gives me Darth Vader vibes in Cloud City. I've altered the terms of our agreement. Pray I do not alter them further. The fits of the uh, the green men are so bad. <laughs> Those they gloves cool, are they yeah. cool leather boots, uh-huh. but then they have like the shitty shittiest skull caps. The falconer gloves. Yeah. Drift you, Baron. Cut him up, Flash. Cut him up. I feel like he could have held on to that sword. Yeah. Lots of dropping weapons so that they're not in the next scene in this movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, Flash. Do we think Flash is going to make it this time? He's in the jungle. What's his plan? What are you thinking, Flash? Where are you going to go? I'm going to find a nice body of water and mud and jump into it. This must have sucked for him to film. Mm-hmm. I think we can cut this. Yeah. It's like a little bit of action. You know, it's like we're getting a little off the main plot. <laughs> this is uh, giving me um, some Princess Bride vibes here. That's, ah, uh, yes. Now I want to watch Princess Bride. Then feather on the roof. <laughs> All at the same time. I want my feather on the roof, X Flash Gordon, X Princess Bride crossover. It's all the same universe, it's just a trilogy of movies at different times. <laughs> Never go up against a, a man of Mongo when death is on the line. Well, how's that Venn diagram looking now? <laughs> it's getting even smaller by the minute, dude. The, the Flash Gordon, X Princess Bride, X. Oh, oh, I will say, Princess Bride's got a, a larger audience than uh, I think either of the other two do. Yeah, true. This is an, a, like, kudos to the art team on making this beast. It's very cool. The fl- It's a kind of pussy, flabby. Yeah. 
Same with the voice artist who did that monster growl. See, he got saved by Baron there, and then the Hawkman saved him from getting blasted in the face. And can we just, I know, we've never addressed it, but can we just talk about how um, Clytus' ship looks like a dick with a thorn on the end? I'm going to say it's so ass. I'm sorry, Clytus. <laughs> the, the costumes look so cool, and the ships miss so hard. I like uh -huh. this. He's sleep, sleepy Clytus. Mm -hmm. Lit literally me when I'm wake, napping. Wake me when we arrive. Wake me when we arrive. They wake do that a lot. Sleep. They don't reference a type of measurement for distance. They just say a number. Estimating 16. Or uh, when they're arriving in Aborea, she says, approaching in 9. And they don't mention what it is. They just say a number. Sorry, I'm just doing some work messages right now. My no, it's fine. I would like to see. Just woke up. I would like to see a. Uh, a full printout of all of the articles of Ming's Law. All the articles? Oh, yeah. yeah. What, is, what is Ming's, Ming's Law? Law? I would like to see the other ones. I'm calculating. Right before Voltan says, who do you wish to fight? He points at himself and smiles. It was a very <laughs> theater thing. I like it a lot. <laughs> This set is so good too. Look at the music. You know the all the balls, space balls, the hanging space chain mail. Mm -hmm. Is that their you first kiss? Uh, did she kiss him when he's in prison the first time? Oh, maybe I don't recall. I think Bird Bird Castle would have more bird perches, like a cat tower. Yeah. Was that mallet attached to a katana, or am I seeing things? Where? The dude who hit the gong, like a big concrete ball. It looked like it was at the edge of a katana. Oh, it is curved. See if I can see. Oh, denies the handshake. Mm -hmm. I don't need these gloves ever again. <laughs> I've got a second pair in my trunk. Oh, I didn't keep track of. Kill, kill, kill. <laughs> like, this is a boring show. I want to change the channel. Mother. What's on HGTV? He's, oh, tilting it. Okay. Whip his ash flash. Get him. 
He's really comfortable standing on the edge of that thing. Hmm. It's so good the spikes come up. Mm-hmm. Watch out, Voltan. Watch out. Or sorry, watch out, Baron. There's spikes. Kind of sucks to be Baron here because everyone's cheering for Flash. I will say the sequence is fun to watch every time I see it. We only have 14 hours to save the Earth. <laughs> okay, Baron, finish him off. What's Zarkov planning? It would be tough to edit around this if we kill Flash earlier in the movie, I will say. <laughs> we, we, we rotoscope Flash out. Yeah. And he's fighting one of the Birdmen, maybe. He does choose Voltan to fight. And Voltan's okay. also tilting the... <laughs> Spike him. Kill him. Do it. Do it. He's going to save him. They're friends? Now, do you think he's in a harness here? Or is he holding on to something that's actually sturdy? I think he's standing on the ground. Mm. I think they're they're cutting out the um, the bottom. Oh, yeah, you're, you're probably right. I think right. that platform's probably only like a few feet off the ground. And he's probably just like kind of like, kind of crouching underneath it. Mm. Maybe. Humanity? Fighting oh, on this pl flash. tilting platform is a bit like a fiddler on the roof. On the roof. And how did Flash keep his balance? <laughs> that I can tell you in a word. Tradition. At three, I went to Hebrew school. At ten, I learned a trade. I hear they picked a bride for me. Okay, here comes There's the here dick come the ship ships. again. Here's the dick ship. It's, they don't very, have any, it's very phallic. Very phallic. They don't have any defensive weapons. The only thing they can do is dive. Mm-hmm. It's a the very baller-ass move of Clytus to show up alone. Yeah, he's just so confident in his, like, how safe he is. Liquidated for treachery.
Oh, that. Friends, <laughs> friends at last. Clytus. Poof. Oh, that's a very satisfying okay, death scene. That right there, Flash just gener- he just killed a man. That's the first life that Flash has taken in this movie. And it's just throwing him on spikes. About time. Yeah. It's, it's about time Flash killed. What is that, number six? That is seven, number actually. Seven? Uh the uh the green man initiate also died earlier mm. oh yes all of the earthlings call him volton Everyone else calls him Voltan. Oh, that's true. A little, I guess, a re- regional accent. Mm. If you grew up in the Mongo, the Imperial Vortex, you uh, put a little spin on it. They all scatter, too. Everybody goes in a different direction, so... We'll need this rope. <laughs> Such a good line. A body reaches maximum velocity. See, look, Zarkov barters the deal. This is the Mm -hmm. political master. I will give props to Flash Gordon, though, here. Not the character, but, like, the people who made this movie. Because Ming says that, bring back th- those three, but leave him there. And they don't feel the need to show that happen. They just have it happen. That Agree. Shows, that shows confidence in your storytelling. Cut the fat. Mm-hmm. I've got all the... This, again, again, here's one of my favorite scenes. Yeah, it's beautiful. This whole... It's sort of the David and Goliath. The... The Reb Tevier versus God moment. God's like, what if I made all your daughters fall in love with people the matchmaker didn't pick? And Flash is like, no. Laser Wolf is a good match. A butcher? A butcher older than I am. This movie could have ended an hour earlier if you just pushed him off the edge here. Mm-hmm. You think he'd be able to? Flash? Ming would give me, hit him with the freeze ray. Yeah, I guess. He's still at full power. Here it is. The coldest line in the movie. Right here. Let's say they'll be satisfied with less. Mm. Ice cold. Mm-hmm. This is one of Ming's weakest looks, though. Yeah. 
He's got he's got the wax stripped on my head helmet. I actually like the helmet. Um it's the it just feels like he's wearing a red jacket with stuff glued onto it. It really does look like he did he went to like I don't know what you call it like a the hot topic. Yeah, like or the cra- uh, craft store. I don't know, name a craft store. Uh Michaels. Michaels, yeah. And Michaels, he went to the bedazzle section. Mm-hmm. Leave the earthling to his doom. His daughters moved to America. He's very confident in his ability to kill a single person in the middle of a town with laser mm-hmm. fire. I love this. Yeah, Flash, get that rocket cycle, buddy. Flying Fly. blind on a rocket cycle? Flying blind? Thanks for giving this old bird a second chance. <laughs> I feel like this episode's going to be unlistenable, Caleb. I well, That's why you got to watch along, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Flying blind on a rocket cycle. But even then, half of it's going to be us singing Fiddler on the Roof. <laughs> that's for the fa- that's for the Venn diagram. <laughs> Fulton's thigh's looking thick here. Mm. Look, at it, look at his thigh game. Yeah, people, you really got to watch along with us. Say it with me, Alexander. Flying blind on a rocket cycle. Cycle. Oh man. Do you remember that movie Ted? I have seen it, yeah. Just think of that scene from Ted where they meet uh, Sam Jones. Yeah. That's what I think of when I see the scene. That's the same shirt, isn't it? It is. Okay, Dale's back. We're doing this again. Mm-hmm. Also, if she's a prisoner, why would they, why would they allow this ex- exchange to even happen? Like, the guards throw her in here. Yeah. But why would they come together? Well, it's the same implications. She's part of the harem, right? I get. I maybe that's oh, that makes it way weirder, but yeah. I think you're right. Going to be exiled to Phrygia. Or maybe the idea is like the two most important women in my life should spend the day together or something like that in preparation. Spend the day a bonding experience. Mm-hmm. My daughter must meet her new mother. Because this is their first scene together. They don't have any scenes before this. Is that true? Is this the first time they talk? This is the first time they talk. 
You like lighters to the bombs. Uh, really? Aura, this is your first time you're coming to terms with the fact that your father's a piece of shit. Like, really? You're so stupid? She said, I didn't know he was bad until Clytus put the bombs on me. Aura, he said, he kills everyone. Yeah. How dumb are you? And the second the second she stops benefiting, she's like, oh, uh, horrible tyrants are a bad thing. Dale is cold. She's cold in this scene. <laughs> One of the things that makes us better than you. See, I want to know more about this, the woman in green here. Mm. It was a pretty solid delivery, considering the content of her line. Your joyous time has come. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here comes the 30 minutes of climax. Here we go. Arya's 25 minutes of climax. Yeah. very nice I like how we just get so sucked into the movie we just stop talking all together yeah just no I know commentary. I'm sorry I'm sorry <laughs> listeners sorry. it's just such a good so, movie listeners I hope you're having fun too like us I'm actually yeah. having a lot of fun this watch it's I nice hope... to watch it with somebody it's just definitely a movie that's better if you watch it in company of people hmm Okay, now the the emperor's in pursuit, or the this empire's sh- in pursuit. I do like the look of this ship. They did a good job with it, I will say. A little bit better. I like how they have the uh, I don't know what you call it, like the the galley ship style like railings, so mm-hmm. everybody can just get on, get on the edge and shoot each other. Yeah. <laughs> that. That, that build up to him walking forward, gripping the edge of the chair and shouting, fire! It's gold. <laughs> Electrify cloud. Yeah, is that that cloud's ass? Mm. They're coming through. So how come I don't have any guns? Yeah, 
It's just their club sword things. Melee only. Would you play Dungeons & Dragons games set in the Flash Gordon universe? I 100% would. Could be kind of fun. A lot of, a lot of airships. Yeah. A lot of weird aliens. Mm-hmm. A lot of kind of space magic. I started thinking like kind of spell jammer with a bit of a spin on it. Yeah. It's own little pocket dimension. Mm-hmm. See, this is where the War Rocket exposes its uh, Death Star-like flaw. Is mm-hmm. that it uh, has a, a lot of... <laughs> a ton of space for exterior access. Yeah. I mean, say what you will about the militaries of the world, but... Uh... At least they don't allow uh, this kind of access to their uh, military vehicles. Cut that joke out. That wasn't very funny. (laughs) I think it was a very Seinfeld level of observation. I mean, say what you will about the militaries of the world. What's the deal? Um, I do like (laughs) a little touch here. Uh, One of the Hawkmen just got blasted out of the air and has a seagull sound effect as it's falling down. I was humming getting blasted out of midair. Do, 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 do. Oh, that, those Hawkman did have guns. They're shooting. Okay, so some of them do have guns. Okay, I'm going to eat some coconut candy. I hope this doesn't show up on the mic. It's fine. Just turn it into some ASMR. It took me three watches to fully realize that that's the reason that Flash went down. Because I didn't realize what Bureau meant. Um, It's really... I think that mix is kind of bad in this movie because it's yeah. it's really easy to miss. Okay, when he lands, he like kicks somebody off the edge. He does like a Spartan kick right there. Oh, I thought he hit somebody when he landed. Never mind. <laughs> he shoves that guy. <laughs> It's like this must have been so much fun to film. Like mm-hmm. that that scene of him just attacking people on the ground. It's like he seems like he'd be a lot of fun to be around on set. He just seems like a joyous spirit, you know? Oh no, Beerus hit. Save him, Flash, save him. But what does he do to save him? Aside from just like pick him up because the he's he's wounded is the thing right his oh just winged him okay funny mm-hmm. 
Yeah, this is a pretty good battle scene. I think a lot of the fight scenes in this movie are kind of a little underwhelming. Mm-hmm. It's this just kind of fun. They're sandwiched they're throwing in grenades the of... in rooms. Yeah. It's just sandwiched in the middle of all of the Hawkmen diving and blaster fire into the Hawkmen. So it just takes a while to get to that nugget of goodness, you know? Mm-hmm. That, like, everybody's jumping in and blasting each other and mm-hmm. stabbing his ass. If he's if Mace making Dale the Empress, does that imply that she will have at least some kind of power? I mean, she's not going to be like a true Empress. Like, but I like, feel like she will have a semblance of it, um, or at least until he feels the need to blast her out into space. Because he could just say like, "I'm I'm making you a member of my harem." Well, he wanted you know? he wants to have her mother his progeny, right? Oh, um, he does say that, right? Like have a earth but he says doesn't he say like her things are like kind of shit he does yeah i don't know why he wants his and he calls them imperial progeny hmm great line right here tell me more about this man houdini It's so much fun to be a. Oh, this scene kills me. It's, it's very good. I've changed too. Will you marry me? We'll try. I haven't changed. Oh, Zarkov, you're the best. I love you, buddy. <laughs> he's just. He's so good. Hell yeah, Biro, you're such a badass. I don't think I've talked about how much I like Voltan's helmet. It's very cool. It gives me very Gundam soldier vibes. Oh yeah, he's got like the he's got like huge kind of wing I don't know like no wings, what would you call those? Almost. Big like extrusions. A, yeah. Like massive spikes. Not like just not curved Loki spikes. He does look like a little little Gurren Logan. <laughs> I love that that's still the same song. Okay, best outfit Dale's worn this whole time. Agreed. Right here. She's had a very similar headdress going on throughout the entire movie, though. Mm-hmm. 
see a Charge lesser general. We don't really know what like the lightning perfect. field is. Yeah. Nothing gets she, past Kala. Yeah, she's not taking any chances. And she plays it off as a salute. Is this treachery, though? She's lying. I mean, I know she's lying to the crowd, but she's keeping Ming in the dark about what's actually going on. Uh, yeah, it, I would I would say it probably is is treachery, but like it's it's. I think it's smart on her part to just like in her mind she's gonna take care of it and then be like this happened and I took care of it and take the credit for it, right? Mm-hmm. Or worst case scenario, Ming gets killed. I take over. Yeah. A rational transaction. Yes, we said it. We got there. Thank you, everyone. You've been listening to A Rational Transaction. See you next week. We'll ca- yeah, we'll catch you next time. That's all the time we have for today. Voltan says, may this be known forever as Flash Gordon's Day, not Liberation Day. Yeah. But he becomes a hero pretty effortless, effortlessly. Uh-huh. I like this scene. Kind of a little shock value. Mm-hmm. A little body horror. And she's got the flame ring. I wish we saw a little more flame ring. Yeah, that would have been cool. Or a useful tool to take off her body and use for yourself. Mm-hmm. why did she tell him to hold the fort what's he gonna do here i don't know here this is another thing that we probably cut out it's a little bit of i'm gonna know it's some i know it's han solo fun but yeah Operator. <laughs> Operator, give me Ming. It's kind of funny. He switch. Oh, the, and he kicks the stand. He switches to the uh, the larger laser uh, rifle, but it does co- exactly the same thing. So, uh, what are you hearing here? A little orchestral. No, from the crowd. When the, what were they saying? Haoming. They were saying Haoming because there are times where they say Haoming, and I do hear Haoming sometimes. So I'm wondering what's what's going on there. Also, oh yeah, I did hear the Haile.
until such time as you grow weary of her. Uh. Do you promise, Emperor, to marry the butcher, <laughs> Laser Wolf? Oh damn it! The Imperial. I stopped keeping track of the uh, the kills. Oh, <laughs> damn it! <laughs> the the. <laughs> the birdman threw us off. Ah. That's a really cool, like sentiment of him flying this thing thinking he's flying to his death hmm. okay here we go yeah 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 oh that's a very good shot <laughs> go flash <laughs> oh this tiny little insert shot that tiny insert shot of his face when he gets stabbed i love it so much i like the eyes rolling up <laughs> that's very fun do you know they actually filmed an alternate cut where the film finished with the sword fight between the two of them really but I like this more. Mm -hmm. I don't know. We had a lot like of fighting just... happen before this. No, so I think it would feel a bit, I don't know, Star Wars. You know, yeah. like this is a lot. It has a distinct feel. Kill him, Flash. Do it. So when we see this, we understand that Flash doesn't kill him. Yeah. It's a total ring of uh, ring of power. Uh, a Saruman, a Sauron situation. They are one. <laughs> I love everybody jumping into frame. <laughs> Have a nice day. <laughs> Do you see they drew tears onto the uh, Ming did. statues? Ming is dead. This ending feels very something like kids playing pretend. Um, we yeah. name Voltan general of our armies. We name Dr. Zarkov, minister of tradition. 
What do you think of the implication that with the death of a single tyrant, uh, this incredibly violent feudal system has now been resolved? Um, I feel like they're definitely going to have more issues the next day um, mm-hmm. because there's definitely a lot of bad blood between a lot of these factions anyways. They're just uh, in this moment appreciating the victory of not having to deal with one more uh, shitty dictator. Mm-hmm. especially considering that i mean at the start of the movie they just finished talking about how phrygia was just decimated so yeah <laughs> yeah there's definitely a lot more issues they need to resolve before they can actually have a good time the, the end, end? <laughs> <laughs> what um, a holy shit we just did a almost two hour commentary track man what i hope everybody movie. listened all the way through yeah, thank you everyone so much for uh, just giving this episode a chance. If you've made it this far, <laughs> I don't know why, but thank you. Um, do you have anything you want to talk about before Thanks you go to bed? Thanks for listening even when we weren't talking. <laughs> um, I just want to say, I kind of just want to watch. I wish I didn't have to go to bed because I'd love to watch Fiddler on the Roof right now. <laughs> Yeah, that's a, that's a recommendation to you, uh, the listener. Now go and watch the uh, film of Fiddler on the Roof. It's a classic. It's a classic for a reason. Yeah, it's a, it's a classic because at three I started Hebrew school. <laughs> such a good uh, movie. Uh, me and Alexander, for the listener, me and Alexander were in a production of Fiddler on the Roof in junior high. That's a uh, seventh and eighth grade musical. for Americans. Yeah, we were, uh, we and that's uh, for the Europeans. That's what thirteen years old, twelve yeah. years old. Yeah, it's uh, it was it was a great production. We did a great job. Nothing went wrong. Hello, hello, I miss you. Hello, Alexander, I can't hear you. Oh, you're making a lot of faces. This seems like a bad sign. Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, it appears that Alexander's audio has apparently cut out. And hopefully not lost. We'll pray that it is recovered. Um, which leaves it to me to end the show. So it's just me and you, listener. I'm talking into your ears. You're listening into my mouth. Thank you all for listening uh, to this very special Irrational Transaction uh, commentary. I'd just like to thank you for being here. Um, ending this show, I'd say I'd give this movie a... 105 out of 100 because it was just so pleasurable to watch with friends. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, artist Dwy for their hit song Party for One, spelled P A R T Y, the number four O N E. Thank you so much, Dwy, for the use of your amazing song for our intro and outro. We appreciate you so much. Um, until next week, I'm Caleb Dirksen, and somewhere out there in the Imperial Void, is Alexander Peters. Have a good night. I love you. Hey!